Respétenme con ustedes. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. How's your world today? Uh, yeah, can't complain. We have a gas shortage here in Charlotte. I, I don't know if the second one I've been through in my entire life, people freaking out because, you know, if nobody has gas, nobody can go yeah. anywhere, you know? So. National news. Um, we had a scare, I don't know, it was about two, three years ago here in Texas. And uh, there was a, a gas station just down the street from my house in Fort Worth. And I saw two guys get in an actual fist fight trying to get to the gas station. Wow, it's crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. You think the people down here in the South would handle it, handle it that way? And then the people like in the North, you think that they're getting in fistfights or you think that they're handling gentlemanly or do you think that they're getting in gunfights? I guess it depends where you're at. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I just, there's always at least one crazy person out of a thousand. So you just yeah. got to wait until they meet each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Most people, I think, work it out reasonably, you know. Yeah, Especially yeah. if you show your your gun, but you're out well, there in Texas, right? Yeah, they're about to pass a law that everyone can carry regardless. It's in and, Texas. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. That's that's no. that's a little. Uh, that's the first I've heard of that, and I pretty follow the news like pretty good, I think. But that yeah. what is that local news? Is that on the local channels, or is that like through TikTok or some some kind of other avenue? No, it's been on national news as well. It, they're calling it constitutional carrying, which it, it's a little scary. I mean, I took my six-year-old to a pizza place uh, about a year ago, and there was a guy, I counted him, he had six pistols on him. Six. What the and hell? Thought, Where? Yeah. <laughs> it was a little pizza place, and I thought, No, no, wow. I know. I, no, no. Like, where on his body did he have these oh. guns? Like, and how did you notice them all? They were out. I mean, he had one in each boot. He had one on each side, on his shoulders. You know, they were just everywhere. You're kidding me. It's just um, a walking gun. Why not just get an R, whatever they call those, the RK-15s or whatever those things. I don't know much about guns. I'm not a, I'm not a gun holder myself yeah. just because I'm scared of them. I, I don't have any either. Yeah. I, I just... Yeah, I just stay away from people that do. I mean, well, I do I mean, have friends that do have guns. Yeah, same. So I, yeah. so if I need a gun, I'll go to those friends and be like, "Hey, <laughs> I got this particular situation happening. I could really use your help right now." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I forgot what the topic was going to be on. Well, uh, we uh, we never came to that uh, scenario uh, because oh. I sent you an email. And uh, I didn't hear back, so I was like, oh, maybe Paul is like, you know, because you have some people that say, yeah, they're going to do this, and then and then they're flighty, and, they, you know, they never actually come through. So I, I never know when I book a guest if that guest is really going to follow through. So I try to follow up, like I sent you earlier today. Hey, yeah. just double check in, because I don't want to be there waiting, because I've had yeah, that happen yeah. before. I'm there waiting. I, I've, I've prepared. Only and I hate doing this, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's your time and your time is worth, uh, you know, I don't know if money is the correct term. I think we're much wiser than that. Time is what life is all about, is spending time, you know, uh, on, that, it's interesting because I uh, the Joe Rogan podcast, do you listen to that one, the Joe Rogan? I do, yeah. 
So he had a, a guest on recently who was speaking about how much people spend time on their cell phones or on their devices. And it's unreal on average per day how much people spend. And I don't know if this particular interaction between me and you is considered time on your device. Technically, it is. So this yeah. could be part of it. So I don't know if it's that. Like FaceTiming people, I don't know if that's part of it, but it would it was the numbers were like between an average of six to nine hours a day. Wow. I mean, that's not the average. The average would be a, an exact number. I just don't know the exact number. That's why I said it was somewhere between there. You know, yeah. some some people up to eleven hours a day. Because he was a college professor and he was at and uh well, what communications? He was a college communications professor, and that's the question that he asked. Is it was like a room of 150 people, and it, and he just started going down the line. They came up with this average number of what college students, you know, and a decent sample size, I think, you know. Now you have to be curious. I'm gonna look and see. I know where to look. Go and see how how many hours a day. I I can't be that much. I'm gonna predict two. No, no, he said it was between six and nine. I'm not lying to you. And it was on Joe Rogan. And and that's not necessarily no, I my, my usage. Oh, yours. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you can look it up right on your phone. I don't even know how to do that. <laughs> I'm yeah, so bad at technology. To, just go to settings and then screen time. All right. I'll tell you mine. You tell me yours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll show you mine if you show me yours. <laughs> let's see uh mine's about five hours holy whoa seems- what you're you but you gotta wonder like what that's taken into account maybe some apps are running whenever you don't know they're running i don't know it's interesting five you showed me I- yours <laughs> what six hours 50 50- th- i told you i told you <laughs> paul paul joe rogan that's the source Wow. <laughs> That's the source well, you get your information. I, mean, I do work from my phone too, so I don't know. Uh, well, everybody does. You do everything on your phone. Your phone might as well be in your body. Like if they could just put that as another organ, I think it would yeah. solve a lot of problems. What's your it's number? part of your body. Go ahead. What? What's your number? What is it? What's your oh. All right. I'm going to settings now. I can't. Oh, here it is. Gray. That's why I couldn't find it. Uh. And then, and then where do you go? Screen time. I'm going to be so high because I watch movies on the regular. <laughs> where do I go after that? After I press settings? Screen time. I have a, I have an Android. Is that going to be different? Oh yeah. Yours can be different. I don't know what okay. it is. Yeah. That's going to be different. Uh, all right. So I'll tell you what I have. Sounds and vibrations. That's not it. Buttons. And gestures, that's not it. Apps and notifications, not it. Security and lock screen, privacy, location, battery, storage, accounts, whatever that means. Digital well-being and parental codes. Google services, utilities, system, and about phone. That's all I got in my settings. It says go to your phone setting app, tap digital well-being and parental controls. Okay, all right. And then show data. Here we go. Ah, hey, I'm spending less time. Do you see it? Or is it too uh-huh. bright? Why is it so bright when I show it like that? <laughs> it, it's like a lightsaber. <laughs> like, right? 
I'll just tell you the number. Holy cow, that was like a lightsaber. This phone is powerful. All right, here we go. 513 or something like that. Yeah, yours less. That's good. I mean, kids? not good. It's I'm sure on some, you know, on sometimes it's uh, higher than that, like a lot higher than that. Yeah. I, I'm surprised that it's that low because I'll lay around and lay around and watch movies on my phone. But maybe it's all dependent on whether you log into. Uh, and I'm doing a lot of the talking. I'm sorry, Paul. I'm gonna shut That's up. Okay. And let you talk here in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, you're like a very welcoming, like, like I, I I can just tell by your face. I'm like, oh, right, this guy's pretty chill. You know what I mean? Yeah. I you like music. You got guitars hanging in the backgrounds. You got a banjo back there. Yeah. Yeah. Are you? What are you doing right now? What is that ding ding? Oh, I, I don't know. In fact, let me put this on vibrate. I, uh, you know what? Every oh, time something's charged to my credit card, I get a, a page because I want to see, you know, if there's fraud or anything. Sure. Oh, that's a that's a good one. I yeah. I don't know why I've never done that. That's that's silly for me. Um, no, but going back to the whole. Uh, um, I'm losing my train of thought here, Paul, because we got, we were on a wave and then I got off the wave and now, and now there's no wave. Well, good. <laughs> we I got some questions for you. Go. So have, have you been a guest on anybody else's show? I have not been on anybody else's show yet. I would love to go, but I, I, I haven't been invited. So I don't want to invite myself to somebody's show. Well, on those on the Facebook page, a lot of people will, will hashtag find a guest. And so some of them are very specific, like, you know, brain surgeon or whatever. Yeah, it hasn't worked for me. <laughs> I know. They're very specific. They're like, we're looking for a, like a sideline football analyst or something like that. You know, and you're just like, I could do that. I actually could do that. I could do I could do sports if anybody asks, but nobody really asks about that. They're very, very specific. Yeah, there's. Um, I see a lot of people looking for sports uh, hosts. Like they want, they get like a panel of five, six people on Zoom, and they talk about sports and you know. Really. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to start the podcast now? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was starting. <laughs> it is. It is recording, and it is starting, and we can put that in the middle. It's just I usually start with. Two, three, one, go. Here we go. We got Paul Iglesias. I don't, you know, from St. Paul, Texas. St. Paul, suburb of Dallas, correct? Yeah, yeah, pretty much Dallas. Small population, but it's a suburb of Dallas. So do you even consider yourself a population whenever you're in the middle of a suburb? I didn't understand that. Well, like when I go out of the country and people ask me where I'm from, where I'm from, I always say Dallas, Texas, but... If I say St. Paul, they don't know where I'm at, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but you do you say St. Paul and then say Dallas quickly after just so that people, you know, they can line their face on that map, you know? Yeah, I've been a guest on a lot of shows, and a lot of times I won't even say St. Paul. I'll just say Dallas. And, and if they want to drill down into it, then, you know, I'm on Lake yeah. Lamont, northeast well, of Dallas. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting because when I saw, I was like, oh, Texas, I was like, awesome, because I'm from Florida, and it seems like Florida and Texas are the right hand and the left hand of the country, 
and we're going to we're going to war with COVID. You know what I mean? And we're the right hand and the left hand punching COVID down. Don't you feel that way? Well, I I got both of my shots, and I, the, the second one messed me up pretty bad. So, I, but it, you know, I don't know. It's it's everybody handles it differently. Like I live in kind of rural, not rural, but I'm about 20 miles outside of Dallas. So when you walk into a store here and you've got a mask, everybody looks at you like crazy. But if you go 20 miles into Dallas and you try to get into store without a mask, you know, they'll throw you out. So I don't know. It's, you know, it's all different. And people, we, my, my wife's mom lives with us and she's 70, 75. I should know that. Um, uh, let's just go with that. Let's just go with that. Yeah, yeah. She's se- she's yeah. in her seventies. Just say that. Maybe Actually, even uh, even give her a compliment and say she's in her sixties. And then when she's Actually, out and about, she's not. <laughs> you called me seventy five. She just turned seventy. Actually, Actually she just had a birthday. Anyway, yeah, exactly. We're, we're worried about her health and stuff. So. Yeah, of course, yeah. of course, and that's been the whole worry all along. You know, yeah. you're not worried about the young people. We that has been said for a long time already. Yeah. Do you do you see what's happening like out in other countries and things like that? Do you like try pay attention to that, or are you more kind of a like hone into your own focus on your own what you can do, what you can uh, handle, a person? I try to do both. Um, like I'm I'm following India right now. They're getting just decimated. And, you know, but I think they, a lot of, a lot of things that, that I do, like I take vitamin D, I work out twice a day, you know, I do a lot of things and yeah, it, it probably wouldn't kill me, but people that have compromised immune systems, kind of like a little bit like Joe Rogan was saying, you know, if you're diabetic and you're a smoker and all this stuff, it's going to mess you up, you know? Do you think that this was, uh, now the more you say that with like India decimated, I'm thinking, all right, India has got the largest population basically, right? The largest, right? Yeah. And it's not bigger than North America, right? Based on the maps, you know, if you... If you see some of these flat earth maps, you're like, wait, 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 where is everything at? <laughs> well, it's weird because I just found found out that you could put Italy in Texas. And I didn't, I was like, wow, I thought Italy was bigger than that. So, you know. Yeah. So, so see, so yeah, but well, you're a musician. So you gravitated towards certain things. Geography, obviously, was not one of those. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> Which is fine. <laughs> like, you know, a country can be bigger in mentality than it can be physically. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Israel. Yeah. Like what's happening now? You. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Do you want to talk about yeah. that? Um, I don't. You know, I. I don't know if you want to get political or anything yeah. like that. Oh, that's or... fine. Yeah, I'm. I'm real. I'm. I'm kind of center anyway. So. Yeah. Uh, the. the they're 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 talking about going to war with each other, but I well, they also are, have- they are literally going to war right now with each other. Oh, are they? Oh, wow. Okay. Like, yeah, I just have you seen any different. of the footage or no? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, imagine that's just going on. Sorry, I didn't mean to swear. I'm trying to not swear no, on the show ever again. No, I know. Oh. Thank you, Paul. Oh. Thank you for telling oh. me what I could do on my show. <laughs> 
I was <laughs> apologizing to my audience, but thank you. Paul's the nicest guy ever, bro. I was going to ask you if I could swear, because when I go on other people's shows, that's one thing I'll, I'll slip up. Oh, yes. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. I say you can if it's, if it's not, if it's, if it's intellectual. Yes. Yeah. Swear when it's needed, but don't, don't be like a, but, but now I'm not talking to you. I'm talking in general. When I have a guest, I, w I wouldn't want somebody that's like, fuck this, fuck that, you know, and every third word is like, <laughs> like, you know, use your words wisely. If it needs yeah, yeah. that amount of emphasis. Okay. Do it. You know, it, it's a natural thing, but you know, it's, it's yeah, if you use it too much. It loses all its power. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, it means less than saying something else that's smarter. I agree with that, Paul. Yeah. Sorry, I keep saying Paul. I used to have a friend named Paul, and I always like oh. saying that name Paul for some reason. <laughs> I'm Josh. Paul, those are both Bible names, correct? They are, yes. You must have been I my best friend at like in some other life because I <laughs> love saying Paul. Hey, Paul. <laughs> like, I love saying it. I don't know why. It's like, it's and I like, live in St. Paul. <laughs> double whammy double whammy we can make a song about that my name is paul we live in saint paul <laughs> i don't know that probably changed the tune on that where so are you broadcasting from what state oh florida that's right what part no no not florida i grew up in florida but let's see if you know this oh carolina yeah there south you go. or north uh yeah right right that's crazy yeah. that Carolina was like, we'll just take both states. That's a, that's, that's only what a Panther would do. Uh, only a Panther would, would say not one state. I want two states. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's crazy. No, I, uh, North Carolina. Oh, is there like a but, rivalry between the two? Uh, not really. North Carolina seen more as, uh, kind of like New York city. And yeah. South Carolina's kind of seen like New York suburb, like uh, like Northern New York. Does that make sense? Do you know New York at all, or not really? If you don't, well, then I'll I'll try another analogy. No, I was in Manhattan for a couple of weeks last year for for my yeah, work. Yeah, Charlotte's not exactly that. Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly how to. Oh well, let's just equate it with Dallas. You have, like you're saying, it's it's rural the further away you go from the city, and it's more urban the, the closer you get. Is Which one's question? <laughs> Am I even answering it right? <laughs> <laughs> Which one's got Hilton Head? Uh, South Carolina. Okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> you just were like so disappointed that it wasn't mine. <laughs> What would have been the follow-up question if, if uh, I said, yeah, yeah, that's in North Carolina? Well, I've uh, been there, no? Isn't that weird how people always want to know, like like birthdays, for instance, if you go, wow, your birthday's the same as mine. Like, what does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. It's just weird. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> a coincidence, a little bit. Same sign. So, that's true. Say, so signs are kind of different, like... You know, like, do you, are you an astrology kind of a person? I'm not, and it might be because I have the worst sign of them all. It might as well be AIDS. Is it's it cancer? cancer? Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't think it meant the same thing before when they invented the word. <laughs> so I think you're okay as far as what the meaning is. Let's look it up. That's an interesting one. Let's look up both ours. Right. You show me yours, I'll show you mine. That that I love saying that. And maybe that's a new segment we could come up with the podcast is the segment is I'll show you mine. You show me no, you show me yours, I'll show you mine. <laughs> you show me yours first, then I'll show you mine. What are we looking up? Our astrology? Yeah. I'm an Aquarius. Okay. So I'm supposed to be um a good swimmer. I don't know, you know if that's true. Into this big time now, like teenagers and stuff. Oh, into astrology? Mm -hmm. Why do you say that? Because I, I mean, I've got uh, daughters that are twenty-one or twenty, twenty-one and seventeen, and I got a son that's six, so I get exposed. And another daughter that just turned seventeen, so. And they're into astrology a lot. Yeah, man. Big Particular time. reason? I don't know. I think they just want to believe in anything. <laughs> no, no. I well, there's a theory going on out there. Now it's an internet theory, but I happen to kind of believe in it because it's it makes sense. So it's the theory of the two Earths. Have you heard that theory? I've heard many worlds theory. Yes. Oh, I don't. I never heard that one. Like quantum physics. So no, the the two Earths theory. That's hard to say. Two Earths. Uh, Earth is just hard for me to say. Uh, is one Earth, which is us, right now, splitting into two Earths like a cell does, like a cell. Like, you know how if you look at a cell, a cell is one, splits into two, splits into five billion, and it becomes a vein or whatever. I don't even know. I'm, I'm not that smart, but the theory is that, that currently in the universe, there is a, a vibration separation, if you want to call it that. And it has to do with frequencies, and you're a, a, a musician and artist, so you would know about frequencies and what... I mean, I don't know if they have superpowers or anything, but apparently this frequency has a superpower, and you will be in the new Earth, which is... I don't know if it's necessarily better or worse than the other Earth, but this Earth stays in the same frequency, and this Earth goes to a higher frequency like a higher dimension. Have you heard of that? So, and and supposedly this is happening currently. Like, and when I say currently, I don't mean within the last 20 minutes. I mean, like, it's been happening since uh, recently, like a new industrial revolution, like a technological revolution. That's when it's, ha it's happening now with the technological evolution, with the internet, with the introduction of the internet, with what's happening now and how sophisticated we're getting and our phones could just be our brains, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's mm -hmm. it really interesting, scary, but really, for me, I feel like it's, it's hope because it means that life never really ends. It just evolves. And that's yeah. awesome to think about.
that there could be something better than this. And it's not like this is that great. Actually, this kind of sucks most of the time. <laughs> not going to lie. But it's awesome to think that you could advance and it be better, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I love all that stuff. I'm not a big conspiracy guy. I, I was a guest on this show like that, but I do like science a lot. And so I, I think about these things. And, you know, uh, one of the, it kind of goes along with uh, quantum, quantum theory. And that is that uh, you know, every decision we make, there's another uh, carbon copy of us making the opposite decision on a different yeah. world. Worlds. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that lots. Uh, it, where I got started was with Joe Rogan. Whenever he would have like Neil deGrasse Tyson on or, mm -hmm. or some of these other like super brilliant minds coming in there and I would be like listening and I would be blown away mm -hmm. and I would be like, Wow, like I couldn't do the mathematics to get to grasp within it, but mm -hmm. I could wrap my head around it like a balloon to make me believe. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I know how, I know what you're saying. Um, I've been following Sam Harris for a long time. Oh, and yes. So that's how I found Joe Rogan is because he was on Joe Rogan. And I was like, oh, wow. Sam Harris so is the British uh, skinny white guy. No, uh, he's a, he's an American. I know who you're talking about. I can't think of his name though. He he was uh, brilliant too. Hold on, I'm gonna pull up Sam Harris. But go on. Yeah, so, so Sam Harris is a a neuroscientist and philosopher, and so he's just like one of those brains you talk about. Uh, you know, I can wrap my head around a lot of stuff that they're saying, and I like it. That's what makes me grow. That that I know. I like if I could be a scientist. Without doing any of the mathematics, I would love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's almost yeah. like impossible. You have to be able to do math. Like, I'm great at hypotheses. Like, I can hypothesize it, but I can't tell you why, perhaps, maybe that would be like writing it on a chalkboard and making it a, a formula. I can't do that. I can't come up with... Uh, what do they call those uh, algorithms? I can't make an algorithm because I don't have the mathematic, but I do have, I feel, and I always have felt like I do have a uh, hypothesis type mind. We're like, all right, I see where this is going all the way over there, a little further than most because, you know, you know, scientists and stuff, they're looking like in. And that's interesting too. Uh, as I talked to you, I had I had an, I watched another podcast. So I'm getting all my information from these podcasts, which is wonderful. Okay. I love, yeah, yeah, I love podcasts. I, I love watching them, listening to them. Uh, it's because it's real, you know, and it's real experiences that people are going through, and they're talking about these things. And that's it's better than watching something on the TV, you know. Yeah. Um, it sounds like you, you, if you like kind of the, that, that sort of thing, the scientists, you might like philosophy. Have you delved into philosophy a little bit? Well, I haven't, I haven't gone down the path of, uh, um, being educated on it. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a, a podcast called Philosophize This and, and it's so good. I mean, it'll, it'll who, make who, you who are those guys? Uh, I, I can't remember the guy's name, but, um, 
basically he goes through history and talks about each of the great philosophers and what their contributions were and, and the way that they saw life. And it was really interesting because they have a way, it's kind of like you said, they're not scientists, they're not one, you know, dissecting things, but they understand uh, theory of life and, and, and how things work. And that's why I liked it. I thought it was amazing. And so, yes, you know, Socrates and all these guys. Uh, it's called Stephen West is the host. Stephen West. S-T-E-P-H-E-N? I don't know. He's really good, though. I'm sure I'll butcher his name if I ever talk to him. I, I mean, that would be a great person to have on a podcast, right? Like, Or you be on their podcast. But I don't know. Does he even have guests? No. No guests, and I've never seen him on another podcast. And it's uh, a lot of production value. You can tell that he, I think it's scripted. He just goes and goes and goes and yeah, goes. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's awesome. So mm -hmm. maybe he's not into the whole, like, you know, maybe maybe he's too smart, you know. Not too smart, but I'm just saying maybe he's like, this is smart enough. That's the information I'm giving you. <laughs> you should be thankful you know, I don't have to be on another podcast. You don't have to get to know me better. <laughs> yeah, there's another guy that's kind of like him. His name's Dan something, and he's he's been on Joe Rogan a couple times, and he kind of has the same format where he'll on his podcast he just he just talks and talks for hours. But when he goes on, you know, Rogan, you know, he gets interviewed. And it's kind of interesting. What's his name? What uh, Stephen West is that what you're talking about, or another guy? Yeah. That's the guy who philosophizes this. The other, the other, um, the other guy is Dan something, and he is called History History Now or something. Is his podcast? He's oh, just Joe Rogan has just had so many like interesting people that that's been that's been his the his the shuttle to his success. I think the diversity, yeah, the diversity. Do you have a podcast, by the way, or no? Yeah. Or, are you are you working on one, or do you have one, or is this? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, does he even have a podcast? Because he didn't even tell me. You know, <laughs> and I was like, fourtimes.com, and that's me. What is the name of the podcast? Well, the website's only six more times.com, and yeah, that's a podcast too. Only six more times. Why? Why that? I, you know, I, the name came from a guy I used to work with, and he's a little country guy, you know. And uh, we were in the field working. Uh, I used to work on ATM machines when I was going to college, and and he's this old burly bastard. And every time he fucked something up, he'd say, "God damn it, I'm only doing this six more times." <laughs> and I'd crack up because that's hilarious. Why? Why the number six? You gotta wonder, right? Yeah, I don't know, but it's kind of like life. You never me. asked him. No, I never did. I just thought it was old <laughs> saying. I didn't know. Yeah. Like, I would have asked him right away. That would have been my first question out of my mouth. Why the number six, yo? Like, I'm only doing this one more time. Why six? Did you, like, come up with some kind of math? Like, I get paid this amount. Six more times going to get me this amount. Is that why it was? You're, you're never going to know, Paul. Paul, you got to yes. ask the question, bro. But uh, I'm, look. I'm not, I would have probably gotten punched in the face <laughs> six more times. Get out of here. And, uh, you know, 
You you knew what you were doing. Yeah, he's a good guy. I still I just talked to him today. Did you? He's, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a uh, he's he's a burly bastard, man. I mean, it's so weird that he, you ever meet someone that just seems pissed off all the time, but generally <laughs> happy person. Yeah, That's him. I have a brother that uh, and it's very much like that. He's always pissed <laughs> off. His name <laughs> is uh, Jonathan. Oh man, I probably shouldn't be putting this on the podcast. Maybe I'll ask Jonathan. Matt to edit this out. <laughs> But it's fun to tell it because it's the truth, you know? So this motherfucker gets pissed all the time. And his name is Jonathan. And we're from Peru. We grew up in Peru. Uh, We're from Peru. We didn't grow up in Peru necessarily. But uh, Waybone is is asshole in Spanish. And I apologize again, fans. <laughs> Seems I don't know how to do it. <laughs> but uh Webon means asshole in Spanish, and instead of calling him Jonathan, we call him Webonatan. <laughs> and uh he's fine with it, you know, because <laughs> he knows <laughs> that he's an asshole when it comes to work or anytime. He's always He's always just so worried about money. That's yeah. that's the that like if money wasn't a thing, he wouldn't be worried about anything. Like he would be happy. Like I think that's most people, you know, like marriages and stuff. I think yeah. marriages most people divorce because of money problems. Uh cheating, I'm sure is in there too. But money yeah. ultimately probably, right? You can keep it amicable if there's money involved. No? What do you think, Paul? I agree. I, that's why most divorces are uh, filed after tax season, like right after. You, you <laughs> that's, when, that's when they divorce. Right? Is that a true stat? Yeah. Get out. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no way. So then, it, yeah. So see, I'm a hypothesis man, and you mm-hmm. are a statistics man. We should- <laughs> We should join up. We should join forces and figure out what life is all about. I, w- yeah, I will I, go. I did a podcast. Well, my podcast I only do in person. You can't see the other mics, but I, um, I, I, I guest host. I mean, I'll, I'll guest on other people's podcasts via remote. But when I, I, I like recently I had um, our HOA had a board of directors. Two, uh, I think there's six people running and only two seats to fill. So they came in in my studio and I interviewed them and I like being face to face with people. You know? Yeah. I don't know if you, before this, well, when I started the, well, when I first thought about the podcast was before COVID and then COVID happened. So we we're like, well, nobody's going to anybody's place. So, so it's got to be virtual, which everything went virtual, which was kind of strange too. When I was thinking about the theory of the two earths, because I had already been fed that theory and I was like, oh, the vibrations are changing. Everything's going virtual. Am I included? Which earth am I going to be on? That's kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> like, no lie, Paul. No lie. I'm like, I kind of want to be on the one that gets on the higher frequency because this frequency has got me kind of held back a little bit. You know what I mean? 
Uh, Just worry about money. Don't worry about those things. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't control it, so I don't want to. I don't want to be disappointed if I don't get to go there right now. And maybe in another hundred lifetimes, I'll get to my sister. She's a. You know what an empath is? I do. Okay, so my sister claims to be an empath, and I believe that she is. Now, I don't have any proof. That's why I say claims to be an empath because, but I believe my sister. I think she's an empath, but on the podcast, I'm just going to say claims because I don't want to, I don't want to lie. I don't really have any tangible truth other than the interaction with my sister. So, you know what I mean? But I have seen, uh, so I have seen or witnessed some crazy stuff sometimes like what okay so one time <laughs> one the the weirdest one was i walked out of my apartment and i looked through my window when i had just woke up and i was looking at at the lake i live on a lake uh and i was looking at the water and the boats that were sitting there and then i went Something told me, go back to bed in my brain. I, it was early in the morning. I was like, oh, maybe I'm saying that to myself. But I said to myself, go back to bed. But I don't know if somebody said it to me. I thought I was just saying that to myself. So I go back to bed, and not even a millisecond later, I turn back, and I'm like, well, wait a minute now. And then I looked back at the lake, and it was different. Like boats that were there weren't there. Trees that were there weren't there. Like the landscape was just subtly different. Hmm. And it was just, have you heard of the Mandela effect? It sounds familiar. So it's when, when you bounce between dimensions. And like what you were talking about before, where you have the, where you have, uh, where you are in one dimension and then you have multiple dimensions and you're doing that over and over and over again. Remember, I think you said that, right? I don't, maybe I'm saying it wrong. Well, when you jump between the dimensions, apparently subtle things change. Some things remain the same, but some things change. They're not, it's not a complete, perfect jump. It's like you jump from one dimension to the other dimension. The narrative for you is this, but the landscape is different or your friends are different. I don't, I don't know exactly what it is. I'm not smart, but it made so much sense, the Mandela effect, because I literally witnessed it. I witnessed it. I, I thought I was going out of my mind. I looked at it and I was like, no way. Like that boat was just right there. What? Was your sister involved in that? Is that what you're saying? No, no. The the only reason I say about my sister is because maybe I have some clandestine type. I only witnessed that. You know, it's not that was the most profound thing that happened to me. And I don't know how I don't know how the mind works. So maybe maybe I program that into my own mind. But even that's freaky to be able to do that, right? Even that's kind of yeah. crazy. 
<laughs> so I leave it yeah. all open. Yeah, that's good. Um, there's a couple, I have a couple thoughts on that. One of them is uh, we're, we're, we're kind of uh, through our DNA, we're programmed to see um, non-random things. In other words, things that are structured and it helps us. Uh, there, there's a whole thing about it on um, Sean, Sean Carroll Mindscapes podcast. And he's a scientist that basically says our life is like an icon on an interface. We, we're only seeing what, what we're designed to see. So maybe, and, and every once in a while we can lose our concepts of things. In other words, if you look at your hand, you say that's a hand, but then you try to describe it and you can only go so far, you know, in cells and DNA and stuff, but you know, it, it's like the color blue. Try to describe that to someone that's never seen the color blue, you can't do it. So a, a lot of it's uh, just concepts for us. So maybe you got a chance to see uh, beyond the concepts Maybe. I don't know. There's a bunch no, of... I, no, not that one. Because I've done LSD, and I've done DMT, and I've done mushrooms. And I, I know... and it, the, the only reason I think this way is because it has shown me that there's so much more than what I'm visibly seeing. Oh, That's yeah. why I know that there's more. It's mm -hmm. because of these uh, hallucinogenic experiences that I've had that tells me there's more. This is all about more, way more, way more, crazy more. One of the craziest experiences that I ever had, and you could talk about yours if you want to. I'm sorry, audience, Kali. <laughs> here I am saying I'm not going to swear, and I'm telling you I'm doing psychedelics. I apologize to all you who are listening. Sorry, Mom. There. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but, uh... Look, hey, I'm just going to be real because, you know, I think this is the time to be real. I agree. Uh, do you want to tell one of your psychedelic experiences first? Sure. sure. You go first. You go first. If you have one in mind, if you don't, I'll go first and I'll tell you mine because I have a, I have one that's solid. Well, this one's kind of funny. Um, go. I've, I've seen a lot of, I like you, it's opened my mind to a lot of things, but one of the last times I tripped LSD, um, we were we were all skipped school and we were supposed to show up at a friend's house and we had this. They said it was double dipped, but you know everybody said who's the best drugs ever, whatever. You know, usually just go okay. And um, they took it two hours before I got before everybody that showed up to this thing got there in two hour increments. So how many people? It was about eight people. So okay. And so I was like the third shift that got there and I got to see people like in the corners freaking out and, and I had just dropped mine. So I hadn't seen this until I walked into the room and I could see the stages of this heavy duty LSD hitting people and I had already ingested it. So the thing you don't want to do on a, on an acid trip is freak out before it hits because you usually kind of take that mindset into it. Right. Yeah, so, so when people are looking straight at a wall, you're like, I don't want to be looking straight at a wall. Yeah, I mean, they were right? it was it, they were out of it, and and so we all decided to go outside. It was about noon uh, on a nice day. We decided to go out in the front of the house and play hacky sack, which we did for about twenty minutes until I realized there was no hacky sack involved. We were all <laughs> but air you were all hitting it on all cylinders. Oh, yeah, 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 like you. 
literally thought you were doing a good job behind your behind your <laughs> leg, over your shoulder, doing all these cool ass tricks. That's crazy. Yeah, that's, eight am, that's amazing. That didn't exist. It was pretty. But there was a ball there. But the energy was coming. The visual energy was coming from somewhere else. That's yeah. that's immense. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. There's energy all around all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. You guys were kicking it invisible and and slaying it, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, what's the odds that nobody? Did you guys break the record or what happened? No, what happened is the neighbors pulled up after church, I guess. They went to church and my one of my friends freaked out. His name's Larry. And he walked over and got in the car before they got out. And he said to them what he's been saying all day is, I need to go to Paul's house, which was weird because I was there. <laughs> and so he got in a stranger's car and we all were like, oh, no. So we pulled him out and tried to calm him down. And uh, I don't know. He was having a real bad trip. It how, long, how long ago was this? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Maybe I'm 51. So that was in my 20s, maybe. Okay. All right. And you still remember that vividly. vividly like the, yeah. the memory is ingrained in your brain. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm 43, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah, so not too far behind you. <laughs> you know? It's cra- it's crazy this whole aging thing. Have you ever had a moment where you forgot what your age was for like a cu- like like months or a couple of years? No, but I always tell people at the gym I'm 65 and they go, "Oh my god, you look great." <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> hey, you took that from your grandma's joke. But I like that. That's good. That's a good one. Uh, what is the name of your podcast? Only six more times. Oh yeah, you said that. You said yeah, that. Say it. Say it four more times. I already asked you. Tw- I already asked you twice. <laughs> <laughs> say it four more times for me. You know. <laughs> I'm gonna ask four more times between this center. You're gonna hate me. I'm only going to answer six more times. <laughs> well, I got four more to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I like that. I like, I like that. So what's the con? So what, how's it? All right. I'm going to ask you so many things now that I know that you have a podcast. I had all these things written down because I had no idea what I was even going to talk about with you. So it was nice that you were an easy, friendly person to talk to. And I was like, whew, all right, all that stress goes out the window. Not that I'm stressed about it, because I'm not trying to do this for money or anything, but it was just nice that you were, like, humble and calm. And if I had known you had a podcast, it would have made me more calm, you know, but, uh, yeah. I was nervous for you. (laughs) <laughs> I had never had anybody that I that I was going to interview that I had no idea what the fuck I was even going to ask. <laughs> I, I get that a lot. It was it, yeah. Divulge yeah. some more information, please, for, just for the rest of us, not for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I did want to ask you some questions, so I hope that's okay. Shoot, yeah. 
Yes. You're a musician. Um, I was. I was in the same band for about 20 years. Okay. But I'm, but I'm, an, um, I'm an account manager. This is my day job. I've been with the same company 21 years. Do you like account managing or do you like playing music? No, nah, it's music. Yeah, yeah. But, oh, wow. I mean, after after Corona hit, we all kind of disbanded, and we're still friends. But uh, I wanted to just—I like doing what you're doing. I like talking to people. Yeah, and, podcasting. I think that. Do you feel like that podcasting, like the second boom of podcasting? Because obviously there was a first boom of like these people that were like, "Oh, we see the future," and then now when when COVID hit people had so much extra time. So it's like, all right, well, why not just do it? You know what I mean? Like we, you yeah. got to communicate that way in any way. Why not get comfortable and, and do something like that? Is that, is that what you're thinking was? Yeah. And also, um, you know, I'm, I'm just a little bit older than you, but um, since the advent of texting and, and, you know, tweeting and everything, uh, we, I th I've seen a lot of people just kind of become introverts. So, just talking with someone else one-on-one, -on -one, I like to listen to it, number one. And number two, I like to be a part of it. So it's uh, it, there's an art to it. And you share things when you're, when you're talking that you wouldn't normally. Like I, I, I go to the grocery store and I'll start talking to someone. And I've noticed a big transformation. And people, you know, what does he want? Oh, my God, is he a killer? Is psycho? What, you know, yeah. what's going on? And it's like, <laughs> I'm just talking to you, you know? <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, you're right. You're right about that. Uh, it does give a confidence boost as far as social interaction. Yeah, and that that's important. I've always had that. I've always had that almost to a fault. Where I'm like, you want to be friends with me? Yeah, I'll be friends with you. Hold on over. Say, we're gonna be friends with this person. Come on along. We're gonna be all friends. All of us are gonna be friends. That's how I would treat life. You know, like especially when I started to get into high school. Like my, I was an outsider because well, the reason I was an outsider is because I was very good at sports. So that got me accepted, but I was ethnic and that it took some of that acceptance away, mm -hmm. you know? But I was nice, so that got me accepted. But I wasn't necessarily the smartest either. Not smart, smart, but like not like these kids. Like some of these kids, I, I it was a private school, and some of these kids, you know, had geniuses' fathers and mothers, and like, I, well, I didn't have that pedigree. Sorry about that, you know. So I grew up in that environment, but I learned how to adapt pretty well. And uh, it it was it was rough. It was rough. It was interesting. The rich have it so good that it makes you feel like you're inferior right away. Yeah, yeah. I remember the first time. I didn't know I was poor until I was put into a school where there was a couple of rich kids, and I was like, oh. They're, they're different, you know, they, you know, they eat meals, like three meals a day, and they wear good clothes, and they live in that house over there that's big, and, 
And they just turned and, 16. They got this fucking crazy ass car. Yeah, yeah. And all that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I bet. You know, it's kind of interesting because that kind of made us who we are, though. I mean, it, a lot of these kids that I knew that grew up kind of rich, I mean, they just flamed out and wrecked cars left and right and everything was just given to them. So, you know, I, you know, and it work, makes me worry about my kids because, you know, they don't know what it's like to miss a meal or for wear shitty clothes to school or, you know, my son asked me the other day, he's six. He goes, he said, uh, he said something about, uh, Dad, I want to be rich. I go, you are rich. You know, you, you, don't, you don't even know it. You know, yeah. this is. <laughs> He's talking about money and being able to buy whatever toys he wants and Toys R Us. Yeah, yeah. Which is like the ultimate dream. Like as a kid, I would have loved for my parents to be able to buy me whatever toys from Toys R Us. Would have yeah. loved it. You know, yeah. And that's, that's why he's saying that. But you don't understand when you're a child, it's all about give me, give me, give me. And the reason is because that's what you're literally teaching your child. Your chi yeah. You're literally teaching them. You got to eat, you cry. Cry, I feed you. I give you the breast. When yeah. you cry, I give you the breast. Teaching. Mm -hmm. So what do you do? You whine and bitch, and then I give you the breast. Now, I'm not saying that that's not, but the child doesn't have any other form of communication. It's not right. like he can type up an email and be like, hey, uh, by the way, I'm getting a little bit hungry. You don't mind. You know what I mean? He can't type an email or send a text, this motherfucker. <laughs> the only thing he's got is crying. So in actuality, it's kind of smart, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what's so cool about age six is he's starting to add these, you know, words like philanthropy. I'm like, where did you <laughs> hey, from? That's smart for a six-year-old. Congratulations. You got a smart kid. He's a smart kid. For You're sure. evolving. You yeah. as a family are evolving. One yeah. cell is becoming two cells, becoming three cells, you know? <laughs> No, that's, I'm gonna no, look. That now. I'm gonna check it out. No, it's happening to everybody. I'm not saying I'm not saying check out the theory. I'm saying it's happening to everybody. If you're good, if you're doing the right things, life life's gonna work out for you. If you're doing the right things. If you're doing the wrong things and you're lying about it, ooh, double down on wrong, uh, then then look, you're gonna face what is is I'm not trying to tell anybody how to live their life. And Lord knows I have not lived the perfect life at all. Like, at all. I experienced the party scene and not, not, not beneficial. Fun. Fun. Fun as hell. I would never say the most fun part of my life, but the most rewarding Absolutely not. No. And I still haven't found the most rewarding yet. I think I have. Yeah, I, tell me. This is going to sound crazy, I know. No, please don't. Can I? Do you mind? Go ahead, man. Yeah, we smoke. Yeah, we're we're bud-friendly family here. I just got... Thank you. 
I just got a thousand milligrams of gummies. <laughs> Man, you're like Joey Diaz style. <laughs> Man, no way. I could Or ja- Jamie, which is uh, uh, Joe Rogan's producer. Apparently, he can throw down some gummy milligrams. Doesn't affect him because of his enzyme in his liver. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but you like, I'm scared of. I'm scared of 100 milligrams. I yeah, took yeah. 100 milligrams and I was the most paranoid I've ever been in my life. Even on <laughs> mushrooms, even on acid, even on any other drug. Weed scared me the most and it was an <laughs> edible, it was gummies, nerd gummies. And it, it was 100 milligrams and I just didn't know what to do with myself. And it was crazy. Yeah. So it affects everybody different. I understand that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we, uh, I, I don't even drink anymore. I, I, I used to party a lot, like you said, hard, hard. I mean, I was in band. I mean, I just yeah. had excess thrown at me. I mean, that's that's where a lot of confidence came from being a podcaster is because when you got to stand on stage in front of a thousand people, you got to muster it from somewhere. I mean, it, there's only so much you can drink before you pass out. You know, it's got to be, you got to play an instrument and sing. So you got to be somewhat conscious. And then, um, so meeting people, it doesn't bother me a bit. Um, every, and in every podcast I've done, every, everybody's been so cool. I mean, I, I, yeah, I found that too. Yeah, that's good. Well, yeah, I've like, had one difficult one where I was like, I don't know if this person's enjoying the experience. You know what I mean? Have you had yeah. that? Like, no. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I was, it was a rookie mistake. <laughs> Apparently I think I flipped it around. I think she was just so nervous that the questions I was asking her were not the questions that she thought she was going to receive. Yeah. So when you approach your podcasts, do you prep the guest they give them, all right, here's what we're going to be talking about. No, no. I, I'll do a small outline of maybe five to ten things in front of me. Um, and it depends on the guest. Like, I had one guy, I considered him the hardest guest I had, I've had. And that was a guy I was interviewing for the council spot of our HOA. And this guy was all business. I mean, it was like talking to a senator. Like, he was not going to get off track and... And I've tried to pull him a couple times and he wasn't having it. So we just did the interview and it went good, but it was boring as hell. You know, I was like, oh my God, he gave me well, nothing. Boring, boring for you. Do, do you think he thought he killed it? Yeah, I think he thought he did it in the sense that he hit on the topics that he wanted to do and he was very yeah. professional at it. Because he he's job. got an agenda. Right. Yeah. So as long as he lays out that he's like, I killed it. I'm still looking good. Like, because senators, come on now. These, these motherfuckers. I mean, come yeah. on. They're just yeah. rock stars yeah. in suits, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, and, I, and so I tried to pull him offside a little bit. But other than that, he was a great guest. He was a good guy. But the other board members that I did interview, they let me kind of delve into their personal life a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe. You know, so that, that was nice, you know. Yeah, more fun. More fun. More fun interview. Probably more important interview, the the top one, the one you, you did. But it, it sucks that it has to be that way. It sucks that, it, that that's the most important one. You had the most fun with the 
you know, ones that really mean the most. You know? Yeah. Like you said, getting real. You know, they got real. Yeah, absolutely. Because this guy's just bullshitting you and giving you the party line. Th this yeah. isn't really the guy. You're not talking to the actual guy, are you? <laughs> right. I mean, you're not. You're not. And he's just telling you what he's told every other person, every other time, hundreds, thousands of times. It, like, it's worthless. Worthless. But that's what that's what it is. That's what being politi politics. If you had to... All right. Obviously, I just spilled the beans. But if you had to get rid of any uh, particular facet of life, I would choose to get rid of politics, number one, for sure, because I think that that's what's... I think that that's what's the most corrupt in this culture, in this world. Yeah. Now... Name number two. If if politics was number two, name number two, but then name number one. Name another one, but mine's politics. And you can jump on the bad wagon of politics, but name another Mine. one. Name number two. All you right, I'm going to ask you a question, and then your answer will give you the answer. Okay. Why, yeah. why is Israel and Palestine fighting so much? What's the core reason? Well, I'm not that educated in it, so my answer should be valued as that, that I am not that educated in this. My thoughts, based on what I've seen, which has mostly been on TikTok, so then my credibility probably is out the window already, <laughs> is that... Currently, and this is probably not going to be good for me to say, Israel, Israel is driving out Palestine from okay. the motherland. Israel is fed up and they want all Palestinians out of Palestine. Close. The root cause is they have different... Um, metaphysical ideologies they both believe well, in religion yeah. yeah i didn't claim to know the root cause because i told you i i have no idea i like i'm i'm an idiot on the subject i'm i don't yeah. know i know shiites and sunni hate each other that's all i know yeah so that but that's palestinians against palestinians no uh no uh that's more sui and Shiite are Palestinian versus Palestinian, correct? Or am I wrong? They, they might be. I thought that was more in Iran, uh, Iran. But mm -hmm. I, I, like, that's it's, all I'm I know. But if you ask me to name one thing, if I could get rid of it, would be um, it'd be religion because there's so many wars fought over oh, you know this mythical being, and we've had them for years. We've had Zeus. We've had all these different gods. You know, and it's I, I, there's a church by my house. I thought it was funny because you know they've had these signs, and you drive by them, and it says "Praying for America." And I thought, wow, that's not a very godly thing to do. You know, if your God is owns pray the for, universe, pray for everyone, pray but everyone. then you, but then you got to have the "All Lives Matter" tag sticker on your face, and then everybody's <laughs> mad at you. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've studied, I've studied the, I've read the Old Testament and the New Testament cover to cover, wrote notes on everything and the slavery in there and everything. And I thought, wow, do you think an omniate, you know, uh, uh, all-knowing, powerful being would write, you know, how to treat your slaves? I was like, what? It just freaked me out, you know, that I was reading this stuff in the New Testament. So, yeah. I'm not a big fan of religion. I'm, well, I'm the, but of, the books are outdated. I mean, yeah. they were 2,000 years old. Come on, bro. Like, if we don't, as a society, think, all right, maybe these books have good messages morally, you know. It, look, like messages. the itsy bitsy spider going up the water spout. Down yeah. came the rain, washed the spider out. You know what I mean? Like, uh, okay. Yeah. You know what to do as a spider now. Don't, you know, clam outside the water spout. Don't go in the water spout because you're going to get washed out. So and, there is learning involved is what I'm trying to, the point of view that I'm trying to say. Yeah. And that the fact that we're still holding on to these archaic, old, dated information is passing through us at a fucking rapid rate. How yeah, are we yeah. still holding on to these archaic, old, and they're not being at least a little bit modified? Get out of here. I mean, come on. Come That's on, crazy. guys. What the fuck are we doing? Look Did at those hear? books, and they have value. I'm not saying they don't. The Bible yeah, has value sure, very sure. much. It's the heart. Yeah. It's the heart of life. Yes, we need to carry it with us, but you can't be looking at it and reading it literally I mean, I mean, am I wrong, Paul? Well, I, I like the way Jordan Peterson kind of looks at it. Is it's just how does a he look at it? it? It's just a story. It would, you know, it's it's not literal at all. It, they're trying to pass down information because there's there's a lot of good things in there to well, yeah. other people. That, yeah. I I speak in metaphors a lot, so I mm -hmm. understand the Bible is just metaphors. That's all that it is. It's yeah. metaphors for how you're supposed to do it. It doesn't mean that you cut the baby in half and give the baby to each, you know. It doesn't mean that. It means, look, whoever's, whoever is the rightful uh, person who loves this being is not going to harm it. That was That's the message, right? Yeah, the message yeah. isn't you cut the baby in half. and You know what I'm saying? Do you know that story, Paul? Yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, I, I'm very well versed on it. Yeah, <laughs> fact, me too. My, mo my mother used to come to my bedside. Stars, if you ever want to check, check out a weird story. But, oh, I was going to ask you a question. Please. Uh, kind of along those ways. That, where do you think thoughts come from? Oof. Good one. <laughs> good one. All right. I, 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 think I, under, I think I know. There's... Uh, like ocean currents and and currents of wind, right? Because those are currents that you can't necessarily see, but you can feel in another sense. Thoughts are also currents, and the currents uh, are always going. Like, let's just say you have a thought and I have a thought. Those two thoughts go up into the current. Now, whoever grabs that thought is the legitimate winner of that thought. Let's just say the thought is, I want to invest in Dogecoin, right? And then 
And then you're like, and then you're like, and then you got that thought and then you make some money on that thought. But it could be so different also. So uh, thoughts are current waves of people's ideas. Whenever you think of one, it, it gets out of your brain because you thought it. And then it goes into the current so anybody else can pick it up who is supposed to pick it up. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's kind of that's my hypothesis. Yeah, that's kind of the way I was thinking about it is um uh thoughts are are, are things in our basically like a, an operating system that's running on an operating system. So our, yes. our bodies and stuff, our brain is 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 um uh, is creating ideas and we're just viewing them. Like when I'm speaking right now, I don't know what the next word I'm going to say is. So I don't have a thinker. Because you don't know the next word that I'm going to say is. So when I say the next word, you might be like, boo, well, I was going to say this, but now I'm saying this. Yes. Very correct. You're very correct. And this, this is why I love human interaction because we're creating ideas on the go on the path without and we feel like that we're in control because these are our ideas so the answer to whether or not we are or are not in control is that it's both we are and we are not in control beautiful (laughs) right on right am i wrong i don't know see i i'm caught between two uh Two guys. One of them, his name is Daniel Dennett. He says we don't have free will. The other one has a great argument. His name's Sam Harris. He says we do have free will. And I looked up determinism and everything, and I'm like, and now I'm confused because I like the thought that, okay, here's a great example. There was a guy in Austin, Texas years ago. He was a decorated Marine, never did anything bad in his life. He climbs up, climbed ahead of family, climbs up on a bell tower and start shooting people and they everybody thought he was the most evil guy on the planet he was shooting pregnant women just capping them right i mean he was a he was a sharpshooter so they went back to his house he had killed his wife and kids and he left a note that said something's wrong with my head i want an autopsy done because i'm thinking and hearing thoughts that aren't mine so um they did one they found a neoblastoma in his head now, if you wouldn't have heard that story, you just heard the story where he climbed up on the bell tower and shot everybody, you'd be thinking, that guy needs to fucking die, which he ended up getting shot. But um, when you so hear mind the control. Second, yeah, when you hear the second part of the story, you realize he, he had a physical problem, right? And that's why he did those bad things. Like, uh, Yeah, yeah, because he was uh, how old was he when, when, when he did that? I think he was in his 30s. I don't know exactly. Did he have a background of uh, any such behavior in the past? No. Zero. Never been in trouble. Walt Whitman was his name. And and so it started making me think, is, you know, if let's say uh, Joe Schmo just goes and kills some people, he might not have a neoblastoma in his head, but he might be a product of his genetics. He might... At some point, his genetics knew that he was going to do something stupid, and he did it. You know, and it's not a medical case; it's just his genetics. We're programmed, you and I. We we love some of. I mean, I like women. Some some guys like guys, and that's cool too. But 
we want to procreate. And it makes no sense. I mean, if you look at it, it's like, look like dog something. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I know. It's disgusting looking. <laughs> but I, the same as you. I'm so sorry, listeners, but this conversation is just taking a turn for the down. <laughs> And we're going to come all the way back up on this one. I'm so sorry. So these arguments. But no, the same thing is like early this morning, I jerked off and I was like, why am I doing this? (laughs) Like, why? It's like a need. Like, I have to get this juice out of my body in order for me to feel, I don't know satisfied i don't feel yeah. satisfied afterwards i feel tired more than anything yeah. why yeah. do i why why is that something that i feel and that most human beings feel why is sex and all of that so intricate when we have the the problem of uh, overpopulation already you would figure that we would figure it out and not be like that. I, I said I said this many times because, look, I'm a horny bastard just like every fucking other person out there is, and I don't give a fuck who you are. You're a horny bastard too. I know that for a fact. You know, and it's okay, and I think it's the humility, the humility that we have around that that makes people act out and show these crazy naked videos and do pornographic things and things like that because we're ashamed of it. If we just took accountability of it and weren't ashamed, it wouldn't be a problem. We could do it in a cordial matter, manner. Do you agree yeah. with that? Well, yeah. I, like I was saying about... Uh, you know, your genetics is, that's a good case for saying we don't have free will because we do stuff that's encoded in our genetics that we've been designed to do. I mean, the reason why you beat off is because you have to. That's what you were designed to do for I years. years. And, it's, and it sucks. <laughs> Let me guess, you're not married. It helps if you got something. No, <laughs> not married. And that that's, that's what led to my divorce. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was never married, but that's what led to the demise of the marriage. But I was like, man, I know, you know, and I look and I don't know. I'm conflicted with the whole thing. I think I think if we just eliminated it all together, then society as a whole would be because you wouldn't be thinking about like, let's just say you're talking to a, a beautiful girl. You wouldn't look at them differently than if you're talking to a deer it's the same thing. You're just like, oh, all right, I'm not attracted to a deer. I'm not attracted to a beautiful blonde girl, you know? And and then you can talk about, like, what's right for the world. But I don't, you know, maybe further down the road. Hopefully I get elected to, to go there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on. I'm getting flagged. Dinner? Oh, I got I got to go to dinner, man. Shoot. All right, brother. Oh, man. You got to go? Yeah, yeah. But hey, if you want to do this again, I really like talking to you, man. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it again. All right. Right on, man. <laughs>
<laughs> Sorry right. to cut it short. I told, I told my wife that I'd be there for dinner. I, I thought most of my interviews were like 15, 30 minutes, but I like the long ones. Well, how, like how long was this one? I don't know. We started at what time? 7.30ish. Oh, it's oh, only been about an hour. It's over an hour. That's pretty good. I usually do two-hour ones. Oh, Man. wow. I feel well, like she, I failed now. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, this is part one. <laughs> okay. TikTok style. Part one, part two coming up next. Paul, Iglesias, I didn't even get to any of my questions because I think I asked him two of my all questions. Can we do one thing real quick? Can you, can you sure. tell your wife uh, I'll be right there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Please? She's, your yeah, wife yeah. can come on. Tell your wife to no, get over here. I got glass doors. She can see me. <laughs> do, you, do you want your wife to come on for the no, final questions? No? Yeah, okay, all right. You're like podcast. <laughs> all right. Are you a football fan? I was. I'm from New Orleans originally. So You're from New Orleans? Yeah. I, well, I grew up in Mississippi too, so oh, Saints go. fan. Yeah, yeah. Are you a Saints fan? I was. I stopped watching football about three years ago because of uh, the, the the problems they were having with the CT. What is it called? CTE. Yeah, that kind of bothered me a little bit. But yeah. Do you see the video of the kid getting run over uh, by another kid? Like, which is like. So there was a uh, uh, the video out there. Uh, you can look it up. Just look up. Uh, uh, football kids, uh, I don't know, type type it in. But it, basically it's one child running into another child and the other child is like significantly bigger and completely destroys this other child. And the, and it was a head hit. And that like, and you talk about all these things with CTE with like adults and it's happening at a young level. Yeah. So that's, a, it, it's, it, it was interesting an interesting point of view. Uh, so, so look at that. Take a look at that. Sure. I do want. I do want to have you back on, or I can. I'll, I can be on yours. Let me be on yours. Well, I only do in person, so let me be on yours. Unless you come oh. here, you come to come to Dallas. <laughs> quite a ways. That's quite a ways. I could do it. I will do it. I'll do right. it. That's part five. Okay, that's later on. I hypothesize that I will come on your show in person because you only do in persons. Well, it's getting dark in here. I just noticed that. <laughs> I didn't well, even get to take about any talk about any of your music. All right, so uh, no, none of these are gonna none. Oh yeah. All right. Final question: The Doors, Pink Floyd. Or Led Zeppelin, who do you take number one? Well, I'm kind of a cerebral guy, so I got to go with Pink Floyd. I mean, I love Led Zeppelin. John Bonham, I, I was a drummer in bands, and I wanted to be John Bonham. But uh, Pink Floyd, I've tripped to Pink Floyd so many times that I think I understand the universe when I'm listening to it. You know what I mean? Let me, let me give you... Uh, I love music. Like, I love it. And I'm not, and similarly to I love science, and I'm not a scientist. Similarly, no. I love music, but I'm not a musician. 
<laughs> similar, yeah. but like I have a, a understanding that is beyond my recognition to be able to understand why I even understand it. But mm-hmm. I will tell you, if you love Pink Floyd, you will love glass animals. Hold on, let me write this down. I love checking out new music. Uh, yes. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you two. Okay. I'm also gonna give you Tosh Sultana. That sounds familiar. How do you spell Sultana? S U L T A N A. I think. Okay. Sweet. Thank you. All right, Paul. Yes, and we will talk again soon. Ish, I, I hope. Heard. Yes. I, I will drive this. to Texas. We gotta we gotta start earlier though. I, I gotta get my kid to sleep too. He goes to bed like Man, man yeah. No worries. I'm an hour ahead. Or no, you're an hour ahead of me. Yeah, I'm a but I'm single, so this is why podcasting for me is easy. Or <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. No, right no, like honestly, what you're doing is way more important. So get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> hey thanks for having me on All i right. appreciate it. no no i appreciate you i, I appreciate you what yeah i want to do this again i'm serious yeah yeah i want to do it again too because i think we're unfinished business here i agree we, we still haven't talked about everything yet and i'm gonna pick your brain next time i know i i spoke too much no no you didn't but i want to pick your brain yeah yeah <laughs> i'm i'm dope with that cool all, All right. right. Sounds good, Paul. I'll talk Thanks. to you. Peace. All right, brother. Yeah. See you. Thank you.